0: Did you know that? I did not. You didn't so. know that. Okay. I'm
1: going to eat these two tots and a nugget, and then you can tell me about— You know what, you
0: eat those two tots and a nugget, Tom, yeah. because you're always munchy on this podcast, I swear to God. I've and I'm been just going to take care recently. of business. Coming to you <laughs> from the ass end of the blue line, baby, it's the Sons of Honerkey podcast with your munchy host, Hot Take Tommy, and your boy, Steve-O, at fan on Twitter. And um, today, Hot Take Tommy. Um, yeah, no, keep eating. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about that rough series in Milwaukee. We're going to talk about another rough series in Kansas City. Uh, just a rough road stand in general. Uh, we're going to play a fun game to buy or sell. And we're going to talk about these trades that the White Sox made. Thank you, Rick Hahn. All this brought to you by us. So make sure you rate, subscribe, review. I'm killing that now. There's there's no going back on that. Um, speaking of rating, subscribing, and reviewing... Um, I do want to say this, Tom. This deserves a small round of applause to us. We hold are on, now hold on, hold on. We are now a four point one star. Holy podcast.
1: shit, <laughs> guys! We were saying either give us one star or five star, not four and one. That's not, no, how ratings that work, not how ratings work at all, Tom. <laughs> this is you are a math magician. You really are. <laughs>
0: um, this is why stats are hard for Tommy.
1: Well, here's here's my problem is that our listeners were not listening to the instructions.
0: Give us one star review. Only one star. We only wanted one star, guys. <laughs> well, not now, four stars. No, actually we very much appreciate Definitely the gonna give us one star. Um,
1: there is actually a,
0: a comment as well, uh, that goes along with this. Um I don't know who it is. If you want to um not expose yourself. That's not the right word. Yeah, don't expose yourself um, on the internet. Show yourself please. on the internet. Don't show tell yourself us on the internet. Who you are, at least, <laughs> just tell us. Um, yeah, <laughs> give, give us a name. Uh, we very much appreciate it, uh, just so that we can thank you. Uh, but the name is Gay and Proud on um, the rating. That is the username, and it says at the top Sons of Honarchy dash Porn F dot dot dot. And Wait, I think it's what? supposed to be Sons of Honarchy. Porn for ears, most likely. I'm thinking that's what it's supposed to say. Um, So I guess we'll take that as a compliment. Um, And it says, these guys are great. Treat yourself.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to guess it says porn for ears. Maybe they were trying to say corn, like corn ears, the ears of corn. Ears of corn.
0: (laughs) So thank you, Gay and Proud, uh, for commenting. That's very nice. And giving
1: us five stars. That's huge. You know what? Um, you, too, could get shouted out on this podcast if you rate and subscribe and review. Indeed, as we have
0: been for the last few people that have done so. Um, something about merch, too. That's Talk to My Summer.
1: Give him your receipts. Just and, DM. Uh, slide and into
0: his DMs. Slide into My Summer's DMs and say, hey, send me a koozie or something. And then reach out to us, too. I might have something that, for you in the that works. That may have
1: been unsolicited. We may be telling people slide into
0: th- our DMs. Add Sons of Honarchy. Yeah,
1: maybe slide into RDMs, and then we'll we'll redirect the traffic.
0: That's true. We, I mean,
1: if you want to bug My Summer, do your thing. But also... That's true. <laughs> he's got nothing else better to do. <laughs> well,
0: there you have it. Other than sell bobbleheads on eBay.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, were we, were we We never decided who we were going to have a Twitter beef with, so is it going to be... So,
0: I've content. Have you not seen the post? No, posts? yeah.
1: You and Beef, like, n- hate each other well, on the hash- internet. Hashtag hash- hash- like hash-
0: like fuck <laughs> Beef Loaf <laughs> is... A definite thing, and it is riding hard. Matt Berklin is behind me on this, too. We are resurrecting this. That's great. It's absolutely um, great. In addition to that, have you not seen my posts?
1: Are you going after Trump?
0: No, on said color commentator oh, you're for the going Chicago after White to, Sox.
1: Honestly, you haven't been going hard enough on Steve because I thought it was playful jousting thus far. But you're Oh, because you're trying not to get blocked, though. The,
0: no, I want to get blocked. That's the thing.
1: Just drop an F-bomb. No, he.
0: They said the guy said I have to do it without swearing. So I'm going to do my best to try and get blocked by Steve Stone without swearing. Just keep posting pictures of him naked from yeah, yeah. Playgirl magazine.
1: It was, he looks good. I think that's the problem, though, is if you keep posting those, he's going to be those like, are the glory damn, days I look him, great. Right? Those are the yeah. glory days. He has no shame in those photos. Absolutely. He'd probably put them up behind him in the broadcast booth if it was allowed. <laughs> well, be- I mean, I, if I looked that good in the 80s, I'd be doing the same thing.
0: He, I mean, you weren't born in the '80s. Well, yeah. It's, I don't. You mean if you look that good right now?
1: No, if, I mean I'm just trying. Like, if I looked that good in the '80s, and somebody took photos like that, photos in the '80s meant more, Steve. You had to like pay somebody to come with an actual device, and then they like do things. They had disposable in a room. cameras, right? I don't know, man. I grew up in the. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, man. Hey, all you old people that listen to this. Ah, uh, that's that's you, Aloha, Mr. Hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we have already dragged three people through the mud already in this podcast. <laughs> I um, just want
1: to know. No, I I want to finish the question. I want to know if there was photos in the eighties. Well, if only we were live streaming this right now. Was it only black and white? We should probably work on that. I'm sure they had color. All right. Time. Well, (laughs) let's talk White Sox baseball, Tom, because there's plenty of it to talk about. Right, right, We're going to try to go chronologically. Is that correct? Chronologically, right? So, really quickly, we we recorded last Monday because we were busy bees, busy beavers. Yes, we were. And then it in was. particular. We don't want to talk about the Minnesota Sears, though, right? No. We're we split. We split with their Minnesota. They're garbage. We hate them. Had
0: a day off. Went to Milwaukee.
1: And then they we split with them, and then they went home and cried about it, and then traded away their best player. You're talking about Minnesota. Yeah. Nelson Minnesota. Cruz
0: is not their best player. Their I, best player is currently hurt.
1: Their best active player. All right. That's, uh, am I wrong? Am I wrong? They literally, they split the series with us. They went Maybe home and cried Donaldson, about it. Donaldson. And then Donaldson has got super is hot a fucking And passed, can actually play defense. Actually. He's a fucking pest. Thanks, Gio Lido. So
0: <laughs> Do the Lido shuffle.
1: Anyway, so chronologically speaking, we've now migrated to the Milwaukee series. Yes. Minnesota,
0: Milwaukee. So I was in Milwaukee. That's another reason why we couldn't record later in the week. That's correct. Um, fr- I'll start with Friday night. I showed up in Milwaukee at about, like, 5 p.m., maybe a little bit before, eh, 4.30, 5 o'clock. I'm never drinking that much ever again in my entire life. you said that. No, no, no. No, I've said I'm never drinking
1: again as a joke. I'm never drinking that much again, that much, ever, 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 ever. Dude, Pittsburgh. You said that after Pittsburgh. You're never going to drink that much again
0: the hangover was so bad i didn't i didn't get out of bed till 115 in the afternoon
1: good lord steve 115 that's that's me calling in from work then yeah the next day
0: thank god it was a
1: saturday um
0: i shared an airbnb with a bunch of people um so austin zick sam mendelson uh, They're up in Chipper at
1: 6:30 a.m. No, absolutely. Not. The only per- <laughs> the only people that were
0: up in Chipper early in the morning were Matt Berklin and his girlfriend Katie. Matt Berklin cooked breakfast that morning. I was not awake for that what at a all. Guy. I ate like what a guy. I ate like cold breakfast at like t- two in the afternoon. It was great. Um, so kudos to Matt Chef. That's actually my first shout out from uh, the Airbnb. Um, shouts to Mendel and Austin for giving me a ride back. Um, Alexis Atwater was there. She booked the Airbnb for us. Shout out to her. It's great spending time with Allie White Sox. Twitter legend Allie White Sox, too. <laughs> Is
1: that how she introduces herself?
0: Absolutely. She's like, hi, I am Twitter legend Allie White Sox. <laughs> well, I mean, she posted a picture with like her and Dave at the tailgate, and it yeah. got like 600 likes. Yeah, so, I mean... It works. Enough said there. Um, and then Keir, um, Matt Ramsey on Twitter, showed up, came through, and... Uh, he just listened to like obscure hip hop music, which like it was like obscure modern hip hop music, and then like throwback rap with me for like probably an hour, just like chilling. I was so blacked out at that point, I barely remember it. <laughs> but shout out to Kier for chilling with me. And You've then did
1: his government name on this podcast. Uh, nobody knows his last name. It's fine.
0: <laughs> no governments, right? Right, my no government name Jacob.
1: Um, Jacob. And then
0: last shout out that i really want to give here is to my guy jason hosking who <laughs> <laughs> smoked half a pack of cigarettes in his seats in the 100 what? level in milwaukee <laughs> on friday night after smoking a bunch and the white Sox are getting killed at this point i think at that point it was like 6-1 it was after the grand slam he comes t- to our seats hangs out with us, we get pictures together, right. whatever. Of course. And then, like, we're just shooting the shit. The next day, like, I go to, like, check my pants for, like, my wallet and whatnot. I He pocketed you. No, no, no. I find my wallet. I find everything <laughs> there. But I feel something extra in my back pocket. I'm like, what the hell is that, like, like kind of box in my back pocket? It's a half a pack of Winston's. In my back pocket, <laughs> Jason somehow for some reason gave me half a pack of Winston's. I do not smoke cigarettes, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you, Jason, for the cigarettes. I hate to inform you, they did get thrown out, though.
1: Oh man, that's I mean that's six seven bucks I right know, there. I know it's
0: it's money down the drain. I just I don't even in Milwaukee. I don't need six, the I don't bucks. need the temptation. You know, cigars are like good enough for me. Yeah, I don't every once in a blue moon.
1: I don't smoke. Crack, motherfucker, I, I should have sold those
0: six. Actually, that's what I should have known.
1: Yeah, I. How did he get away f- with just smoking? Just
0: some, okay. So openly, this is my one. I know I was ragging on Milwaukee to you over text, right? You were you the were team, literally giving the it ballpark, so much shit? You were Wisconsin way fans in general. Out of line. My biggest problem was with ballpark security slash hospitality,
1: bro. They. Anyway. I know
0: they had a sellout crowd, both <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah,
1: that's what you're supposed to do with a
0: sellout crowd. The problem is, okay, they just let people do whatever the hell they want. What? Especially on Saturday, there were multiple sets of people sitting in our seats, and, like, we asked people to move multiple times, and they are like, oh, we'll just, like, slide down the row. There were, like, for a row of, like, 12 people, there were, like, 16 people in this row. My God. And it's bleachers. Oh my God! Not actual seats.
1: Wait. So your complaint is that they didn't do anything. Not that they were over zealous in their activities. Correct. Interesting. Correct. Because you love how lax that the White Sox. Absolutely, except
0: for the seat Nazi, that was in 108. <laughs> that one day when I was with our buddy Mark.
1: So I'm just I'm just trying to point out the you know, the irony. The hypocrisy actually it's not it's not ironic it's hypocritical hey hey, hey, tommy yeah kick rocks okay
0: (laughs) it's different when there's a sold out ballpark yeah and there's you know 40,000 plus people there
1: yeah so 34,000 it's like not a big deal no absolutely not (laughs) it's that extra 6,000 that really grinds steve's gears absolutely
0: (laughs) um yeah i've already been to miller park it's a bottom tier ballpark. Uh, I
1: will say that. American Family Insurance Park.
0: I'm sorry, it's still Miller <laughs> Park. It's like it's like all the people who are like I still call it Comiskey.
1: <laughs> I still call it County Stadium. <laughs> County Stadium, yeah, <laughs> baby. You already know. Uh that is long gone. Yeah, that's b- abomination. Um <laughs> I I was never there. I can't say that actually. But anyway, all that being
0: said, <laughs> You could say that I had a bone to pick, but we'll keep it as an informal. I got a bone to
1: pick there. Yeah, informal. Informalities. Informalities only. Well, that's... that's. Sh-
0: maybe we could talk about the baseball from that weekend, Yeah, too. let's try to mention that. At least that. a little bit. I yeah. mean, the Sunday game was great because I wasn't there.
1: Yeah, we won because you weren't there. Exactly, as you said.
0: I'm 500 on the road. The White Sox are, like, under 500 on the road now, so it adds up.
1: <laughs> I mean... I don't know, man. I think it's all you. Um, you think I'm bad luck charm? I think you're a bad luck charm. <laughs> what was your record with the uh, the team, like going oh, to games? for the year? Yeah, you texted it to me. You did oh, some math.
0: I'm gonna need a fact check on that one, but um, well, it's it's, it's a lot to a little. I want to say it's like 21 and eight.
1: Yeah. What is that? A six six hundred percent win percentage?
0: Six, six, oh, like a six? Yeah, six hundred win percentage? Probably over that. Damn it! You really want me to look this up right now? Well,
1: I wanted you. Where to, are you going with this? I don't know. I was trying to find an angle where that's a bad record. Seven
0: seven twenty four win percentage.
1: That's you suck. <laughs> and I hate you. See, I
0: am not bad luck. No, you're not. Um, speaking of bad luck, though, this White Sox offense, and we'll get to this in the Kansas City series too. Woof.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, when your hottest bat was Brian Goodwin, and the league adjusts to said bat, you know?
0: There's a reason. Whose jersey am I wearing right now, Tom? Jose Abreu. The reason why I'm wearing Jose in particular today. Right. Not just because it came in the mail today. (laughs) Perfect timing. Bless you.
1: So take this with a grain of salt, everybody.
0: The reason why I'm wearing this jersey is because we need our veterans to show up. The veterans on this team yep. have been not present
1: at all. I mean you can sleepwalking. Even, yeah, you can say offensively.
0: The Jose, big the big
1: the big hitters. Yeah. Jose had a hot June, but you know, that was about it.
0: Like, they gotta wake up big time. Like yeah. it's gonna be a long couple months if these guys don't start to fire it up.
1: I mean, we can limp into the playoffs, like, but we very much would appreciate not doing that.
0: No, that's a bad move. Like, from This is a fun Chris Kamka stat. From that Milwaukee series, there were four extra base hits. They all came off the bat of Andrew Vaughn. Hilarious. There were like 19 hits that series, four extra base hits, and they all came all off the bat of A.V. Vaughn.
1: Well... That's nice that Andrew Vaughn is doing so well.
0: Like, Andrew Vaughn is doing what I expected him to do and more. Gavin Sheets is doing what I expected him to do and more.
1: Bullshit. You didn't expect Andrew Sheets... Or er, Gavin Sheets to do... <laughs> Andrew Sheets, everybody. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Gavin Sheets. You didn't expect jack shit from Gavin Sheets. Gavin Sheets would have been on your tradable. That's why I said and more. Yeah, but you... Like, I expected him in a couple bombs. Bullshit. A couple? I, I thought he was going to A be- couple? I thought... Gavin Sheets was going to be hot trash,
0: but he's exceeded that. Like, he, well, he definitely his power has, numbers. Yeah. His
1: power numbers are excellent. He's great, particularly out here. against right-handed pitching. He
0: cannot hit lefties,
1: but he's the perfect one-two punch with uh, Andrew Vaughn.
0: I mean, that's one way to look at it, right?
1: But I'm keeping getting you off track. So
0: no, no, you're fine. You're what fine.
1: What else do you have to complain about with the Milwaukee series? Because I have one. I want to hear what you have to say. The only complaint I have is that stupid fucking review.
0: Oh, which Saturday's everybody, review.
1: Everybody who was there, I can't imagine how horrible that was for you. Is like 20 minutes of not knowing what was going on. For me, it was I was unpacking one of the last boxes we have that was just random shit that we never use from the move and it was just like off in the corner of a closet. I was just like, I'm going to take this box and I'm packing it. And as I'm doing, I'm anger unpacking because I just hear the play like being reviewed. And I'm like, this is such fucking bullshit. Like they nobody fucking tagged them into the, like the, I'm um, called them safe. And I'm like yelling about it as I'm unpacking this box. But what still pisses me off about it is that Craig council's crafty little ass like connived these dim umpires into doing whatever the hell he wanted them to. That was such horseshit. Where you, like, there's the rules in place for 20 seconds r- of review for exactly, I actually am pulling from John Boy here. John Boy does a very nice re-synopsis, syn- synopsis. Synopsis. Whoa. Recap. He does a very nice recap slash synopsis, which is the word that I just made up. Synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> um, that... He does a great synopsis of this moment, and I'm stealing from, here, from him here when I say the idea of the review is that it has to be so egregious that you can find it in 20 seconds. Otherwise, you shouldn't review because you'll just be fishing and fishing for something that possibly went wrong with the play, and that's exactly what happened in Milwaukee. They did like a mound visit, then they did an appeal after the mound visit, and then they asked for a review. That's a minute and 20 seconds or so before they got that review in. Yep. It changed Such the entire
0: bullshit. momentum of the game. I'm not saying the Horrible. White Sox would have won yeah. that game because I'm saying they would have the I'm offense, saying they would have won. The offense was terrible. But talk Such about worship. a enormous momentum swing when arguably your best player makes you know, a rough mistake in not hitting home plate. But, you know, he looks back at the umpire. The umpire
1: makes the safe move. So, you're He's good. not going to go back yeah, and why would the bag. you? Yeah, why would you go back and tag the Like, Because if the ump doesn't make any move, he has plenty of time with that ball ricocheting all over toward the Milwaukee dugout. He has plenty of time to go back and touch the bag. Absolutely. Or the plate, because it's not a bag. It's, it's just a plate. It's just a plate there. But... Absolutely infuriating! Um, this is the only game ever that I wish Joe West was behind home plate. Country Joe, baby. Joe West would have told Craig Council to go fuck himself, and he's not reviewing shit because he made the damn call. Yeah, uh, and then he would have sang a country song about it. That's who I needed back there, and then the Sox would have won because the momentum was fucking vibing off off the fucking rooftop. Was it? Was the roof closed? That, uh, on not Saturday. on Saturday. It was open on Saturday. Okay, well, it was reverberating off of Bernie's fucking slide and shit. <laughs> so there, it would have been two runs right there because they would have still walked your man's right afterward, and then there would have been an opportunity for more. Uh, wow, for more to happen. Um, I still, I still was mad as soon as the ball. Like honestly, it should have been an out because the way that Leary hit the ball. Like, that was the shittiest little infield. Hit it about 15 feet. Yeah. Not even. Ugh. Okay. Well, that's all. Th- I mean, I wasn't supposed to have a rant in this segment, No. That's so. great. I Absolutely love it. We weren't hearing enough from you.
0: You were just sitting there. <laughs> I don't know. You looked like you needed to get something out, so I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah. So... <laughs> I got to say this. The Sunday game, thank God they won. Because if we would have gotten swept in Milwaukee, I would have been pissed. Oh, my God. We never would have had Just losing to it. Wisconsin teams in general, I, I have an issue with. That's fair. Um, he's still not a great hitter. He is quite garbage at the plate. But Sebi Zavala is a king <laughs> framer. He is God-tier framer.
1: Sebi's the truth. Isn't that the quote?
0: Sebi's the truth. Yeah. Quote unquote Dan Victor. <laughs> I'm glad that we could shout out Dan Victor quote in this podcast. Yes. It's been a while. He's a Sebi lever as well. Um, I'm not saying that he's better overall than Collins, which uh, I got something to say about Collins actually in our next segment. But yeah, um, he's the best rookie framer
1: I've ever seen. I I don't know where he learned to call a game and catch a game like he has. San Diego State, I guess. Shit, like wild. Maybe his brain's the size of, like... Like, Jeff Passon's
0: out here reporting know. that, like, apparently White Sox pitchers love pitching to Zach Collins. I don't know why, and I'll tell you why, in the, or I'll get to that in the next segment. Because... He can't throw Number one, out. you have Yaz. Yeah. Who's incredible. I guess maybe... I bet Yaz is, like, super controlling behind the plate. I bet that's what it is. Like, it's his way or the highway. Maybe. And he knows best, which... He, I mean, he does. does. Yeah, um,
1: like, I, I would, give. I would trust yesmani Grandal with my goddamn life. Right. So, um, but that being said, just I'm sure these dudes the love throwing to Sebi. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, it, the framing ability is unreal. Yeah, he's stealing strikes. He's a great backstop right. too. Stuff in the dirt, blocks. Yeah, all the time. So. Kudos to Sebby. I really wish he would figure it out with the bat, cause yeah, that would—oh
1: my god—it would put the cherry on top. He I looks. Mean, by the way, this is total sidebar. He looks way better with the beard than without it. Oh yeah, there's without all question. through the minors, he looked like like Zinedine Zidane. I don't know if he, like <laughs> like that's who he fucking reminded me of. I love that. But um, now he looks respectable. So there's that. Right. That was not relevant, but... No, I. I,
0: good (laughs) sidebar. Well, we've got a second series to talk about. We've got trades to talk about. But... Trades, baby! We should take a quick break. Make sure you stay tuned. Yeah, I
1: can't believe we haven't talked about fucking trades yet. And we're back. Yeah. Yes, we are. What do we do? Nothing, right? Um, you want uh, Rick Hahn.
0: I gotta, I gotta say this.
1: I'm a Hanba, baby.
0: Oh, well, we already know you're a Hanba. Uh, yeah. What, what yeah. is that noise? I don't fucking know. I'm so you happy. Have, you know what that noise is? What? That's the leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama guy <laughs> noise. <laughs> hey, everybody, who see the leprechaun, say yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. that way. I feel like that. I, uh, I, I'm absolutely in love. I, uh, everybody's like, here's the thing. Well, don't, don't tamper it yet. Let me finish my worshiping and then you can jump on. I'll let you worship
0: at the altar real quick.
1: Everyone's trying to say, you know what? They didn't make a big enough splash. They didn't do enough. Well, guess what? Who the fuck did we give up? We don't have anybody to give up either.
0: So something to think about. With all, hey, ta- with all of the talent, with all of the talent that the White Sox have in regard to young players, yep, they're all on the major league roster contributing right now. Yeah, you do not have a single prospect right now in the top 100.
1: Well, now that Vaughn's graduated, they, now that
0: Crochet's graduated, because they're up, they're up right now. They're Oscar Colos
1: is not up yet. But he's also yeah, exactly. he's not, signed he's yet. not signed He's not signed. And I'd I be
0: surprised if he's actually in the top 100. Um, <laughs> he will be. I, Shut up, Steve. Yowelki's <laughs> like a 40 grade. Um, <laughs> all that being said. But sad. his last name's Cespedes. That Exactly. He gets 20 points just for that. <laughs> um, so I got to say this. For what Rick Khan has to trade with, he pulled off two Stellar deals. Yeah. Stellar. I just want to talk about these before we talk about the Kansas City mess, because I got to stay positive. I'm trying to stay
1: positive oh yeah, here. We, we have an <laughs> eight-game lead
0: <laughs> in the Central.
1: <laughs> we were definitely trying to be chronological with this, and just fucking threw that out the window. As Fuck it. As and <laughs> because I got to
0: stay positive here. Yeah. I mean, these trades happened before the series ended. So that's true. That's the way I see Still it.
1: Still chronological, people. Now... <laughs>
0: Amazing that literally 24 hours ago, we were all freaking out. Yeah. We were like, oh my God. Rick, Rick Hahn is asleep. He's, Rick a, he's got a seat at the table. Has no balls. Rick <laughs> Hahn had a seat at the table. <laughs> Rick Hahn can't make the big trade. Yeah. Rick Hahn can't do anything. He's garbage. He's an awful GM. Yeah. I, he- these are two excellent moves. For this ball club,
1: I and, saw a stat about Tapera after post sticky stuff that I didn't love. So, yes, we'll find okay. out. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. So, something
0: to think about with Tapera. Maybe I should talk about him first.
1: Well, I am I wanted to hear you continue to like Hanbot it out with me. Oh, so, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I interrupted that. Continue with well, your Hanbotting.
0: All right. That being said, Rick Han starts by getting. Cesar Hernandez. So I'll start there. You're damn right he did. And to be honest with you, my mind is blown. Because obviously Escobar's off the table. Obviously Adam Frazier's off the table. Yep. Apparently the Rockies are asking for an arm and a leg for Trevor Story. Yeah. And Trevor Story's never played a day of second base in his life. Right. You then went to the next viable option. The next, yeah, like... And is a yeah. much better option than Larry Garcia or Danny Mendick.
1: Oh, my God. By a, by a lot. And
0: I'm not saying, too, that Larry Garcia has zero place on this roster. Maybe he does. Barely. But it's Barely. not in a starting spot. Yeah. And it's definitely not as a second baseman. Amazing move to get Cesar Hernandez. I know I'm recorded on this podcast – saying that he is only a rep- replacement-level player. But to be honest with you, replacement-level player right now is greater than Danny Mendick.
1: I also think he is better than replacement-level.
0: He's a tad bit better than replacement-level. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's gold glove. So, well, he, was, so he was a gold so glove defender. I, I know. So, exactly. <laughs> you know, gold
0: glove is something to be taken, I think, a little bit lightly Yeah. Uh, at times. But especially, like, when Derek Jeter wins, like, seven of them in his career or something
1: yeah now yeah (laughs) but Cesar
0: Hernandez isn't a a name brand he's not a guy that's going to win a gold glove just because he's Cesar Hernandez right right he earned it he earned it the defensive numbers are there yeah and with that too I know when you look at his slash line for the year it's not super impressive he's like a 307 on base percentage he's been like 230 something whatever yeah yeah it's whatever now, when you look at his numbers post-May 1, so May 1 and beyond, he has those numbers rise big time. Hell he had yeah. a very slow start to the year. He's hit, like, 14 bombs since May 1. Same, Cesar. I had a real slow start to the year. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and on top of that, his weighted runs created plus is, like, 116. And Lauri's is, like, Five. 80. <laughs> so, kudos, Rick Hahn. You saw a need, and you filled it, and you gave up basically the, basically nothing in the process. Connor Pilkington may be an arm that
1: Cleveland develops down the road and is pitching against us. Super annoying in three years because that's who Cleveland is. Yeah, but if you traded him anywhere else, he'd be trash. But because you traded him to Cleveland, he's gonna. Right, but I will take my chances right here, right now in twenty twenty one. Let's we'll deal with that later. He is the like. Number six arm in our system right now. Yeah, super not cool. Yeah, whatever. Not worried about it.
0: That's how you're feeling too.
1: Fucking well, I'm not worried about Connor Pilkington at all. Like, sorry, dude. Tell me how you feel about. Have have a great life. About our our dude. I'm buying a jersey. Caesar's Caesar's Palace. I'm buying a jersey. Caesar's Palace is in Chicago, baby. I'm I'm like I'm not kidding. I want a jersey, Cesar Hernandez. i
0: Already hasn't taken a single swing in a White Sox uniform. Actually, mind you, he's been a White Sox killer
1: for yes. a, the last couple of years. I think that would be very funny if I had a jersey <laughs> of Cesar Hernandez. <laughs> You'd be the first guy I see with
0: a Cesar Hernandez well, jersey. Well,
1: it's, it's only because I can't buy a Rick Hahn jersey. Oh so my God. I, I got to celebrate the big the dubs that Rick Hahn has bestowed upon the organization so you're
0: telling me what you want for christmas is a rick Hahn jersey <laughs> Han? what number do you want on the back
1: i uh, like 69 69 of course 69 <laughs> oh no 420 69 you're, like <laughs> you're so mature i'm so proud of you but there are no. literally people on white Sox twitter
0: right now right i'm not saying they're viable people but they're except people, for our yeah. buddy at
1: that baseball fan carrie Well, he's who don't like this trade. Well, he's just mad that he doesn't have Nick Madrigal. That's like the only reason. That is part of it. Like, he's he would rather have Danny Mendick. He would rather have somebody who plays like garbage, so that Nick Madrigal can look like Jesus when he walks back on the field. Well, it's not going to be this year. That's the thing. Yeah, it's not a problem. There is a club option that we could pick up for Cesar Hernandez. Now, what are your thoughts on that? I have no. Do you do it? There's well, let's see. First of all. I'll it's buy my mil. jersey. It's six mil. No, no, no. I'm gonna buy my jersey. We'll let it play out then after after I buy my jersey, we'll see okay. how he plays. And once we see how he plays, then we I mean it's like with anything. You, if
0: it comes down to him or Leuri, who are you keeping?
1: I mean Cesar. Like and okay. that's the other thing to keep in mind is Leary is Leuri is done after the season, right? Like the, I'm pretty yeah, sure Yeah, he's, he's gotta be, right? You you gotta Dude's toast. there's no way. Well, just in general, like I think his contract as well. Like well,
0: it's a one-year deal. It's a one-year deal. That's why that's I'm saying why option A or option B.
1: Exactly. I couldn't remember. And Cesar Hernandez does have a little bit of um, utility. I'm pretty sure. I was, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, infielders are infielders, right? I sure. mean, if freaking Andrew Vaughn can shortstop play- <laughs> is the same as first base. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. Um, but to answer—that's actually a really good way to think about it. Is That, that club option is only $6 million. And it's not Leary. I mean, he
0: called this a. Our buddy Carey here called this a White Sox move. We should strive for more than that.
1: I mean, if you're thinking, like, should we have gotten Trey Turner or Trevor Story maybe? I like those. You would have had to give up so much. You would have had to give up a ton for both of those. Those are two perennial. Trevor Story is just a rental.
0: So. Yeah. But it still would have cost you a former top 100 prospect. Yep. It yep. still would have cost you Garrett Crochet. Yep. Is that a risk you're willing to take with an already depleted bullpen?
1: And uh you know, you got the Coors effect, you got like
0: Exactly, and he's having an off year.
1: Yeah, and Cesar
0: Hernandez is having a better year than Trevor Story right now. Yeah. Especially in the in the pop department. When it comes to extra base hits, when it comes to home runs, and that's what this team needs.
1: The other thing to keep in mind is Cesar Hernandez was one of th- what three or four guys that can actually hit the ball on cleveland oh exactly so you can only imagine that with a little bit of i mean mind you our well, offense is dog shit right now right. but you can uh, like insert alloy tim like because a lot of these guys a lot of the a players weren't playing today keep that in mind um so yep. that bad taste in your mouth getaway was, day that was all the getaway day players that were so forget about it it was a getaway day. We dropped a really horrible series in KC. We'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll chat about that in a second. But imagine that bat, Cesar Hernandez's bat, in a lineup that has some protection. You know, you you'd think you think that this is gonna go really well. I can't like Health, I healthy I'm this White Sox excited. offense is a thousand
0: times better in Cleveland. It's like it, it's not even close. Not healthy. They're better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When they're hitting. I mean, when Abreu and Mankata are doing their
1: jobs. and Well, I think this is going to – like, the this clubhouse has literally never gotten this type of support from the front office And before. they need a breath of fresh air. And I think and Fernandez I think that's what really this, this provides that. This is what that. I'm saying is, like, yeah. this lineup, this one through nine on a daily basis, they've never had the front office buy into them and say, like, midseason – no, 100%. You know what we need? We need another bat. Exactly. The addition last year was Gerard time. Dyson. Yeah. Right? The guy who can barely hit his weight. Yeah. So this is the first, like, meaningful bat. Even though it's not, like, the best bat in the market. Like, right? you know, Nelson Cruz was already taken. So, Yeah. like, straight up. I, this and is so good. And you didn't so need it. Good. You
0: needed a guy that could play good defensive second base, too. There, that's
1: been an issue all year. If Yolmer Sanchez was allowed to take oh, steroids Oh my Lord. We would have taken him. I don't
0: even want to hear that name ever again. Yolbert is close enough. Yeah,
1: Yolbert Sanchez is going to be the next Ooh. coming. No, this is it's but I don't think we have to beat the dead horse anymore. You're it's very obvious that we're Hanbots. The <laughs> name of the I podcast think, is Sons I of think Hanarchy. I try
0: not to look at him with rose-colored lenses like you do, but yes. today was a big win it's a
1: huge, for the front office. Huge dub. Huge dub. You know, give everybody their due. This this is awesome. And especially since you don't have I got to say this.
0: This is my last comment about the front office. Especially when you don't have an owner that is willing to sign a nine-digit contract. Period. Yeah. End of discussion Yeah. Me there.
1: You got to make it. You got to make it happen in other ways. Last little thing comment from my side now the first thing you said as soon as everybody said the first thing that came out of everybody's mouths as soon as they signed the the trade was official with Cesar Hernandez first thing get a bullpen arm now what did he do in like five fucking hours he got a bullpen arm and that's perfect transition to
0: now I don't believe in his his vaccination status or whatnot when it comes to this guy, but oh, no. I do have to say, Ryan Tapera, great addition to this bullpen when it comes to need a right-handed arm that's going to, I mean, he's not a setup guy, but he's a guy that can hold for you. I mean, he's a guy that can, can come in the seventh inning right now and really shut a game down for you, and yep. if he's really successful in that spot, I'd love to test him in the eighth later on in the year because personally I love Kopech moving to a starting role and I've been saying this for weeks now but
1: I don't know Steve Stone said that it's probably not gonna happen this year and Steve's pretty smart yeah sure not quite Rick Hahn smart it's not quite
0: Steve-o smart either
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah no um we're having fun people we're just having a good time over here but um yeah, it was just really good news followed by really good news uh, on a day where it was hilarious because the broadcast was so depressing because of how, like, miserably hot and miserably the Sox were playing. And then it's just like—because uh, that's where I heard both of the trades becoming official was on the actual broadcast. Right. Wait, actually, uh, no, Cesar Hernandez was before. but
0: Yeah, Cesar Hernandez was in the morning.
1: I heard Tapera coming over—
0: and that happened during while the game was going on.
1: Yeah, it was the way that he the way that Len said it too is like I think he knew that like Twitter was already blowing up about it, so he said it like between pitches, kind of nonchalant. He was like, "And the White Sox, it's official. The White Sox are trading with the North Side, Ryan Tapera." Which the I saw comes <laughs> like <laughs> honestly like, uh, uh, yeah, part it, of a White felt, Sox, I'm yeah. part
0: of a White Sox Twitter group chat, and we were talking about you know where could cubs pieces go because there's a big cubs fan in the group k fits uh shout out to our boy kev um we were talking about you know where's bias possibly gonna go where's rizzo gonna go which no one saw the yankees by the way um but i
1: guess i think they picked him up because they didn't want him on the red Sox. anyway that's just oh it's
0: a big move It's it's a big thing for them um plus luke voigt has not been good yeah um but you've got, you know, where's KB going to go? Ultimately, where are the bullpen pieces going to go, too? Where's Kimbrell going to go? Where's Tapera going to go? Um, obviously, the White Sox don't, with Kimbrell having another year in his contract, the White Sox don't have enough capital to... And they already have a big name. And names, they have a closer. Um, they have a, big they name have a lot closer. of money tied into a big name closer. Right. So, what can they do? They give up Bailey Horn, <laughs> a low-A guy who is young and, and might have some promise and I, I it's like I think he's like nineteen or something. Yeah. You know? You know. I mean, we've been on the wrong side of this one before. Um so that could end up blowing up blowing up in our faces, but I mean, it's a guy who just cracked the top thirty, and you in also your prospects.
1: just traded him out of the league. Like, right. it's great when you can trade with somebody in the other league because exactly. you don't got to worry about that person coming back to bite you in the ass. Not on a and regular basis. Yeah. Yes, we play them every year, twice a year, but barely. Like, right. What is it? Se- it's never the the second se- series is usually two games, right? It's like a third. no. They've
0: moved back to three and
1: three. Oh, okay. So, okay. um. But all that being said,
0: I I like the trade a lot. It fulfills a major need that they have. And I <laughs> I was uh, listening to the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast uh, this afternoon. Uh, so it's Fids and Zoe and Aldo. Um, and I w- they have a live stream. So I went in there and I commented when they were talking about the Tepera trade. And I said, Tepera is what – and you're not going to like this comment because he's your boy. But – Tapera is what Evan Marshall wishes he could be.
1: Oh, come on. That's my <laughs> and guy. And I know Evan Marshall's your dude. I love that guy. Tapera's
0: got way better stuff. Um, Evan Marshall's great. The dude throws 95, 96. Um, he's got nasty, Slut. nasty slider. Um, yeah. He's, when you look at his, I know you're not a big stat cast and, and advanced analytics guy, but when sure. you look at his. When you look at a Statcast chart, everything outside of his breaking stuff, like or his uh, his curveball spin—that's what it is—curveball uh, break. Um, everything is basically above league average, um, nice. and well above league average. So you love to see it, and I know you commented on this earlier in regard to his um, sticky stuff. Yeah, numbers. I um, mean, post sticky stuff
1: crackdown. Mind you, this is something that I. I this is It's always that question, is this something you know or is it something that you think you know? So this is something that I think I know. And it's just a couple bad outings okay. is what really contributed to that. And
0: on top of that, when you look at his spin rate, there has not been a significant drop.
1: Okay, see.
0: So it's not the spin rate, it's more the outings and maybe the way he pitched those games. Yeah. So uh. it's, not, it's not a sticky stuff issue with him. At least we're hoping. Not
1: necessarily. I mean, like we, yeah, we're not going to make that assumption. Even though I made that assumption, right? We're not going to
0: exactly. So, excellent trade. Grade these trades for me,
1: Tommy. I want. I want to hear oh, your grades on. Them. Well, quick, I think quick grades. I think that Cesar Hernandez is is definitely an A, and it's only an A because given the situation, you know, Adam Fraser is not on the market. Eduardo Escobar is not on the market anymore. You know, given those situations um, and what you gave up, too. It's like Connor Pilkington has had a good year, but it's also like I just – I'm not worried about that coming back to bite us. For sure. You know? And then for Tapera, uh, I have my reservations. It's a bullpen guy. Bullpen pieces are so volatile. Who knows? It's just good to have more artillery. So – I'm going to – I'm more of like a B, B, B minus on it. Ooh, that's low. We needed it, and I, it's just uh, – it's only there because I'm not super excited about it. I, I think the other thing to keep in mind, though, is like, it, it's not getting my juices flowing, is, is what I'm saying. That's but fair. I think that something to keep in mind with it, though, is it was needed, and it was done. Yeah. And what did we give up for it? Again, Bailey Horn. Like, I, not that I'm like, I, I feel like whenever we talk about like who we're giving up, it's like we tell, we say these prospects like with disdain, like, oh, I didn't want him anyway. No, it's like, it's not that. It's just like, I'm not worried about that coming back to bite us in the ass. And I wish him the best in whatever organization he ends up in, the same as I would if he was in our organization. But at the same time, like, I don't think that's going to bite us in the ass. So, s- even still, I'm sticking with a BB minus. B-, just again, it's just not getting the not getting the juices flowing as much as that uh, Cesar Hernandez trade is getting me for sure fired
0: up. And I know Bailey Horn, born in '98, so that would make him 23. So he's older than I thought he was. I thought he was like 19, well, maybe he was 21. 19 right years ago. So it's like, uh, you know. He's a twenty-three year old, 20, wait, four um, years ago. Whoopsies. And he's pitching his first year in the minors. Um, and it's not awesome. I mean, he he's got a five sixty-three ERA over thirty-eight innings pitched, for high strikeout numbers, forty-five, and but higher WHIP, one point three three. Fifth former fifth round pick. Um, I, it's not like you're trading away a first round pick. Pilkington right. was also a former third round pick. Right, Um, I mean. So all that being said, where are your grades standing? So my grades, I would give the, I would give the Tepera, a B plus because I think, I think in regard to Tepera, I'm worried about a second half kind of slump, like you said. Yep. Um, relievers are kind of up and down, and and he started.
1: Wait a minute! You just you shat on me for giving it. Like too low of a grade when I said B B minus, then you like slapped a B on it. Like you want know A minus? Right I'll go A minus. You're such a jerk. I'm gonna go A minus. How about oh, that? Just because I gave you your receipts, you're Absolutely. like, oh, I gotta change it up. Well, I mean, you Ridiculous. had this wa- you
0: had this larger range, and it was a high B plus for me. It was like an eighty nine on a on a ninety on a hundred ninety scale. You know. Okay, fine. Um, but I you fulfilled a major need, um, yeah. And I really do think he's better than Evan Marshall. I really think right now he's better than Cody Hoyer. I think Cody Hoyer's stuff is absolutely nasty, but he's better than Cody Hoyer, especially in high-leverage situations. Um, I think he's better than Ryan Burr. Matt I, Foster. I think he's better than Matt Foster. I think he's better than Jose Ruiz. I think he's better than all of the righties in your bullpen right now outside of Kopech and Liam. Yeah, Liam. Liam. Um so I'll give it a, a B-plus and a high B-plus. Um, with the Cesar Hernandez trade, it's an A. It's it's a guy who adds major pop to your lineup. You gave up a, a pitcher who is getting older and is kind of making his way through the system and showing progress, but once again, I don't think he would have... He he's got the peak to be a back-end starter or like a long-term reliever like a long really long reliever
1: Ross Detweiler his ceilings Ross Detweiler he has the same hair too I
0: mean his stuff isn't like nasty either that's the thing with Pilkington he depends a lot on location and those kinds of pitchers aren't
1: really like don't you talk about Dallas Keuchel exactly uh you improved my point (laughs) he's Uh, lit I actually can I take a moment sure Stop shitting on Dallas Keuchel. He's doing oh, exactly God. what we asked him to do. Oof. He's doing exactly what we needed him to do is round out a rotation and make room for us to not have to worry about the middle of the rotation so that we can go capture some aces and develop the people Ooh. in our organization. If he is so you pay our it. fourth starter, then so fucking be it. And yes, you paid that much for it because it's pitching and the major league levels proven pitching costs a lot. It does. You are and very right. You get a proven but veteran start out of him every damn time out. It's
0: proven. I don't. Uh, but proven and slumping—that's the thing. Okay. Um, Sorry. That, we should. That uh, was uh, all I had to
1: do about that. And one last tidbit. <laughs> I know this is ridiculous, You're but I can't believe today. I can't believe we didn't bring this up yet. Is that included in the Cesar Hernandez trade? You got one of the better players from the only meaningful threat.
0: Okay, well, meaningful threat. I'm glad you bring yeah, that quotes, up because quotes, literally, right? they're done now. They're toast. Yeah. Cleveland, that was Cleveland it. sending Hernandez to us is their white flag. Absolutely. And then on top of that, did you see the news? No. Francona is done for the year. Whoa. He's bowing out health reasons. Or the stated reason. That's fair, Which makes a lot of sense for him. Yeah, he's old. Um, it's not just his age, but um Oh. All that being said, Terry Francona bowing out for the year probably wouldn't be a thing if this was, you know, a two game lead in the central. Yeah. Um so Cleveland's raising the white flag. The central is ours to take. It's and, all about building yeah. for October. I've said that multiple we, times. We
1: were pretty much there already but this is so very clearly we're done. And that is something to celebrate as well. Like that's, I mean, that's the division win right there, even though it's not official and so many things can go wrong between now and October. Like our win per- our um, playoff birth percentage is still at like 99.9 or something like that. Like it'd be very, very difficult for anybody to catch up to us at this point.
0: Right. Right. Um, well, let's, speaking of catching up, um, it's not like Kansas City is going to be catching up to us anytime soon, but they sure looked a lot better than we did.
1: Yeah, we look like trash this season. Um,
0: I don't want to talk too much about the series because it was ugly. And I my final fives this week were not much fun the one with the alloy and the chain and the chest out was fun. that one was fun yeah uh, but the other two not so much there's a reason why i panned to my toilet after yesterday's game uh (laughs) to describe our offense uh which i'll get to in a second um but let's play a game tom that we love to do on this podcast every now
1: and again buy or or sell sell.
0: there we go that's a nice little uh that was cute. We kind of got like the nationwide is on your side thing, like Jason Ooh, and Stoney. Yeah. Um, yes. We're my first than them. one. And this is because I got, sh- or, well, I tried to get shit on by Ken Woe today <laughs> um, because he came at me after telling him to quit gargling Alex Kalame. Yeah. That's um, it fair on his part. Cause yeah, it's fair that he came at me, but oh, at the same time, let's be real Kalame has a negative war for the year. Um <laughs> So my first buy or sell for you, Tom, okay. is, Liam Hendricks. Liam isn't. Now, are you buying this or selling it? Liam Hendricks, Liam, isn't worth the contract uh, that we gave him.
1: Sell. He's definitely worth it. Like. He he gives up solo home runs every once in a while, and like probably at a higher rate. But what did I just say He's about giving up eight bombs this year? What did I just say about? Fuck you, Steve. I thought you'd be on the same page. As no,
0: it's me. fine. Eight bombs. I'm just letting you know. Eight.
1: Okay. Forty-five innings, which is a lot. I get it, but he's a power pitcher, and if you hit a power pitcher, if you make solid contact on a pitch that's coming in at 99, it's probably gonna leave the yard. Yep. Like that's um, that's what has happened. Like pitchers threw harder, and bats caught up to them, and that's why you had the power surge of 2019. Like. It's kind of well-documented. Um, you, can, you can watch. You can, like, go check the tape on that if you want. Right. I, he's, he's still lights the fuck out. He strikes out people, like, crazy. He, he's got closer mentality. He, yep. Like that, what's the K? Do we have a K-to-walk
0: ratio? Oh, I got you right here. I wrote down the stats for you, Tom. All right. So, Liam, I'll run through the stats. He's got a whip for the year below .75. So good. His ERA is at two fifty eight. So good. He has pitched seventy five innings. He has seventy one strikeouts, five walks. That's unbelievable. The home run ball, it happens. It yeah. can be avoidable if you don't, you know, groove pitches to Salvador Perez right down the middle of the plate like you yeah. did. I mean, if you um, give a
1: fuck you fastball to Salvi, he's gonna say fuck you right back. Right, exactly. Salvi Perez. And that's
0: a dude now that is eight and eight for eleven against Liam lifetime. Oh my God! Like, come on! Like, read the scouting report. Yeah, like, that's, some, somebody, yeah, that's not a stuff. Somebody issue. getting,
1: somebody getting his ear. Like, you know what? I, I fucking hate when closers walk people. Maybe if you, the guy is seven for ten, yeah, off of you, <laughs> you could walk him. You know, right? I, I'm not gonna. I'm so not think gonna about this,
0: <laughs> column A, and I, I hate to come back to this, but A, okay, this year has a negative point three WAR. And he was pulled out of his closer spot. Imagine if we yeah. were stuck with
1: that. Nah, you're you're so right. Cause he he would have cost a lot too. He did cost a lot.
0: I know it's half the price technically, but this is much worth it. You know. Um, leads me to my next one. Aaron Bummer. Is he back? Buy or sell, Tom? I
1: mean, I want to buy it. I do. I. It's. What is it? Three solid outings in a row. He had a good outing. What number am I putting
0: up right now? You're putting up zero. I'm putting up zero. Do you know what zero means? Zero goodness. <laughs> that means there's zero chance I'm not buying this. I know his ERA is wait, four. Wait, so you're saying he, oh, you're I'm saying, buying this? He is oh, so back. Okay. He's absolutely back. There's like, zero hesitation. Okay.
1: Go you. Research, so his, his ERA it.
0: for the year is 481, Tom, but his expected ERA is 297 based on oh, where hits happened. Oh, a lot of happened, unluckiness. Right? I hate that stat, but His fine. FIP, no, you hate FIP more, which is 304. Oh, my God. Okay. His K and walk numbers are similar to 2019. They are, like, basically, like, right on the dot. Okay. His K percentage and his walk percentages. They're, like, half a percentage point off each. Okay. Good. On top of that, his ground ball and his home run rates are like damn near identical between this year and 2019. Mm-hmm. The year where he broke or right, a year where he where exploded. Where, pardon me, just had an amazing year. Right? He exploded. Um he's so so unlucky. And I know you hate BABIP too. But 3.42, Tom. 3.42 BABIP. That's unlucky.
1: Especially yeah. with where these it balls have been hit,
0: where these balls have been hit. How many? In, he is. I heard a stat on the broadcast the other day, and I can I'm gonna probably quote it wrong, but Jason said something along the lines of balls that were not barreled and like hit like under 80 miles an hour that traveled less than 100 feet. Aaron Bummer leads the league. That's hilarious.
1: I think that also, like in that same breath, like yes, bummer, super unlucky, whatever. In the same breath, like a lot of those like shitty rollers, if you had a lights out defense, those wouldn't be hits. And I I know you're you're and we don't have one. And we don't exactly. And we have we're we're been we've been piecemealing a a defense together this whole year. Yep. Be better so when you have Cesar Hernandez it'd back, be right? Great when you have Cesar Hernandez. He's literally gonna. That's that's why Aaron Bummer is back. It's because Cesar Hernandez. <laughs> there we go. He's gonna
0: clean up all the deep. It's all because so of the, it's all because of the Han sixty nine jersey. That's
1: very interesting. That's very interesting. Actually, I I love those stats. That's good.
0: All right, next so one. You ready? Yeah, hit me. Buy or sell? Johan Moncada needs a rest. Yeah, you know, he got it
1: today. He was DHing. He DHed <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm going to sell it. I think I think he needs to stop pressing. I think he needs to stop oh. telling himself that it's me and Jose Abreu and Tim that have to carry this whole shit up the hill. Like, I want him to just, like, I know you love it when he gets aggressive. I love it when he takes his walks. Nope, nope, nope. This is exactly, you, this, you played right into my part. This is amazing. I hate you.
0: So I love that he's more patient at the plate. Like, he leads, he's in the top. 5 or 3% in walk rate this year, which is awesome, yeah. right? The on-base percentage is amazing. The problem is Yohan Makata has way too much talent to be up there looking for walks. He's not a three-outcome come out three outcome player like Yaz. Yaz is a good dude to learn from if you want to develop that approach. That's not who he is, okay? In his last seven, his slash line, 111, 143, 148. Last 14, 240, 218, 295, 455, okay? 455 slugging in his last 14, even after being 148 in his last 7. It's because he was looking to hit the cover off the ball. It's the games where he was going yard. He's got to start right. being more aggressive. He's got to start taking more chances. I know that's going to increase the strikeout rate, but he's already striking out at a 25% clip. He's never struck out at more than the 30. I We need that kind of run production out of him.
1: I agree. And if he's getting extra base hits, then, you know, we're goddamn golden. I don't know. I, I still sell. I don't think he needs a rest. I just – I think Maybe not a rest. To-
0: a change in approach. I would love a change in approach from me on Moncada. He's so, up there
1: looking to be a slap hitter. It's not him. It's not who he is. So he's trying to be like his – like Tim Anderson, his his next door neighbor is like he's trying to slap around. That's maybe what thinking. maybe a contact is not the name of his game. No, no, he's just gotta. But he's not three true outcome either. So what do you want from him? You want bombs? I want a little bit more pop. I want him. I want him to exercise that pop.
0: The exit velocity on his hits—they're always insane. Yeah, they're always
1: are fucking insane. ropes. He. Absolutely destroys the ball when he gets it. Yeah, he does. Start him. That's th- why he's he's. I'm I'm. That's the thing though. I'm not super worried about him. I'm never gonna be worried about him. That's why I'm not gonna get Fair. like super up in arms about whether or not. I and that's why I'm saying he maybe give he him a day rest. i maybe thing give is, him a
0: day. Let him get his head in the right place and change that approach.
1: Well, I think it, another thing to keep in mind is you know when you put him on the bench uh, that when you don't use him in the in the out, in the field. At third base, and you let him watch Leary fuck up like six times oh, at third base. It, it makes him like for the next time he's on the field, he's chomping at the bit to be like, no, 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 I, I'm the third baseman for goddamn reason. Yep. So hopefully that gives him a little. So I don't again like these are this is pure speculation, but again, I'm not going to be worried about him. I'm not going to be up in arms about how to fix Yoan because I don't think he needs fixing. I just think he needs more. Appearance more at bats, and he'll fix himself because he's got that much talent. Like, I'm not Fair. worried about him. Okay.
0: Let's curve this down to two more. Okay. Uh, Zach Collins is a bust. Do you buy or sell that statement?
1: Yo, he's still, I know he's got power in the bat, and he's, he, he had it before. Oh, man. You assume it'll come back, but man, has he been bad at the plate recently?
0: Okay. Define bat at the plate. Like, what would you expect Dude,
1: out of Zach Collins? Dude, I, I know. What do I expect out of him? Maybe Zanino kind of shit, where he's like batting two ten and hitting. Like by this time of year, he should have fifteen bombs, but it's obviously obviously hasn't happened. He
0: doesn't have that kind of pop in his bat. He's I not know. that kind of power bat. I know. He's bat, not like but, that. but yeah, since June first, Zach Collins is a. Here's the slash line: two forty three. 371, 392, with a weighted runs created of plus of 116. That dude is getting on base at a 30 over 37% clip since June 1.
1: What has happened since the All-Star break? Because like I feel like he's way worse than that.
0: Yeah, he's uh he had a really rough series in Kansas City. Like a really rough series in Kansas City, and he wasn't good in Milwaukee either, yeah. at all. So
1: are you trying to say – I think before the Milwaukee series, his like on-base percentage was like 390. So what you're trying to say is when Zach Collins goes, this team goes. That's kind of what you're <laughs> saying. So um, this team is dependent on Zach so Collins. So really, TA That's isn't the spark
0: tough. plug. It's Zach Collins. It's Zach Collins. Yeah, um, no, no, we're not saying that. They, That's they <laughs> need production out of the catcher spot. And yeah. when Zach Collins is that bad at the plate – Man, it, his glove definitely doesn't make up for it. I mean, this yeah. guy is 56th of 58 in qualifying catchers in framing this year. 56 of 58 with qualifying catchers. It's like one below him. I can't remember who it is. And then Salvi is last. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck you, Salvi. <laughs> right. He's a terrible <laughs> framer. Um, the issue is defense with him. He doesn't block well. He doesn't. You've seen the show. We've talked about this with Pete Hand yep. where he sets up outside of the zone. Yeah. And it's An like umpire is never going to call a strike yeah, on you're that.
1: You're not going to get a strike. Um, Even if you catch it perfectly, which he doesn't, you're not going to get a strike. Yeah.
0: I mean, for a first-round pick,
1: yeah, he's a bust. I'll say it right now.
0: Damn. is the 10th overall pick.
1: I mean, yeah, but like
0: the catchers take a long time to develop. Overall pick.
1: Catchers take a long time to develop. I'm not. Whew. I'm not there yet. I'm not there to call him a bust yet. It's just, like, we're not. I'm.
0: He's got to pick up some some tricks from Sebi. I'll say that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, if, I mean, is he trade bait for you then? Cause oh Sebby, yeah, if a
0: team comes, not gonna. Yes, I will deal because I mean Yaz is jogging. I don't know what a rehab assignment looks for him yet, but it sounds like the timetable sped up for him. Sounds like Yaz might be back with the team in two, three weeks. And
1: your mean's going to learn how to catch, baby.
0: Uh, (sighs) I'm not holding my breath on that one.
1: (laughs) Okay, you said you had one more.
0: Final one. I know you're ready for this one.
1: Carlos Rodon,
0: arm fatigue. He's toasted for the year.
1: Shut up, Steve. You're wrong. You know you're wrong, So please. you're not buying it. not buying it. So, like, what is it? Two starts in a row, right? Yep. That he's been pretty bad. Sorry. sorry. Tommy's phone
0: goes off. It is on brand, baby.
1: Um, two starts in a row. One of them was literally the worst pitching conditions you could probably draw up. You're talking about today. Today, he was pitching in, like, 110 degree heat. And I know the other team was pitching in the same conditions, and they put us, like, put a goose egg up. But the offense— like, the lineup and the offense was shite. Today. Oh, the the, so, the lineup
0: was terrible. The fact that you got Andrew Vaughn playing second. I'd
1: and KC has been hot recently. And I'm not – well, yes, the temperature as well. Caught him at and a bad time. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, we King caught City's the team at a bad time. Ball. They've been playing really well right, in the past, like, few couple weeks. Like, it was just a tough matchup in a shitty day for Rodon. Sure, is he going through a slump? Absolutely, he's going through a slump. But will I? Will he rebound? I have no doubt that he's going to rebound and be absolutely fucking fantastic. He has he pitched lights the fuck out in cold weather. October, baby. He's going to absolutely fly to the goddamn moon and take us with him. I I swear to God. I no. He's I, not hope, toast. He's I hope. He's I hope this isn't the case.
0: I hope this isn't the case. But in a week, I don't want to see him on the I.L. I'm a little concerned. His fastball today topped out I at 90, 98, way out of the zone. He only topped out at 97 in Milwaukee. His breaking stuff, particularly his go-to pitch with the slider, his wipeout pitch yeah, has been way off. He's way, missing his spots big time.
1: I- his Eight, yeah.
0: 8 of the 9 hits, 7 of the 8. I think it's 8 of the 9 hits that he gave up today on the fastball. Do you think it was the All-Star game? He didn't pitch during the All-Star game.
1: I know, but the the planned upon rest that you would get that he didn't get cuz he was
0: I, traveling. Oh man. Right? I'm just I'm just hoping this isn't arm fatigue. We talked about this last podcast. Maybe How it's not never fatigue. Maybe it's just
1: fatigue fatigue. Maybe he's just Exa- like dog
0: days of the summer. Something to think about once we, we talked about this last podcast. He hasn't pitched more than what, 160 innings?
1: Yeah, in his whole career, and that was like three he's years ago. He's a dude that
0: you got to put yeah. on. And if you want him for September, October, maybe November, if it goes that long, you want
1: him on an innings limit now. So y- would you pull one of those like oh you're well. on hey what use, oh okay sorry Ray-well. I I was no, we, were okay. we were on different we're on different wavelengths no, yes you you, you would start, say like you, hey it, Carlos your your uh, quad it's really hurting you and he's like no it's not and he's like no your quad hurts Carlos we're putting you on the ten day DL um, that something like that or, you would do
0: that or you've already got Raywo you want to start working Raywo a little bit more because he hasn't looked. Terrible. He doesn't look great I either. I yeah, he's um, been
1: super, super fine. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good for him. It's like, um, absolutely fine. But you start Carlos,
0: <laughs> you let him throw a couple innings, you take him out, you put in Raylo. I mean, yeah. it's stuff like that.
1: So you you, short, you shorten him up.
0: I mean, that's what, Milwaukee, I that's what Milwaukee's starting to do with their guys. They did it with Peralta. On, yeah, uh, they did. Was that Saturday? You yeah. know,
1: that's fair. That's fair. I can't argue with you on that. But I don't – I. I'm not at all ready to say he's toast and he's done, like, and he's going to be uh, injured and he's, like, I'm not raising any red flags about it. It's th- it's almost the same boat I'm in with Johan where it's like, let him continue to play. Yeah. He'll get out of his slump because he's talented.
0: Yeah. I mean, Johan logic makes sense for sure. I think he's going to definitely break it. I, I am worried about the arm fatigue for sure with Rodan and I – Especially the fact that he hasn't pitched this many innings before, you know, up until this point in the year, so.
1: I mean, he raises a good point, but even still, not worried. He's he's too damn good. Okay, well. We should wrap it up. Do you have what, you, no, you always ask me, so. What, do I need to ask you? Do I have any last thoughts? Do you have any last thoughts, though? No, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) great. On brand, bud. (laughs) On brand.
0: So, Tommy, remember that line? In Han,
1: we trust.
0: Build for October, we must. Rick Han, I know you got one more move left in you, baby. Ah, Let's make it happen, please. Another bullpen arm, maybe another bat, I
1: want this podcast to be irrelevant because you make another move right away after we close it. Exactly.
0: Have a good one, everybody.
1: Bye-bye.